Hello, this is Dan Russo, head football coach of Island High School. You're listening to The Dan Russo Show on Underground Sports Philadelphia. That's what I call the rally cry. Relentless, like a dog on a bone. We got gas in the tank to go all night. We got gas in the tank to go all night. Relentless, we don't walk alone. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Dan Russo Show presented by the Red and Gray Gridiron Group and Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm your host, Kyle Bennett, and joining me each and every week, like he always does, is the namesake of the show, head coach of Vineland High School's football team, Coach Dan Russo. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How about yourself? Not too bad. Uh, Coming off that game against the prep, kind of that litmus test game. We're going to also preview tonight's homecoming game against Williamstown. Some fun storylines in there and also our alumni roundup. But last week, Coach, just to touch on uh, the game against the prep, obviously, you know, we talked about it on last week's show. It's almost like an all-star team coming in uh, to Gatone Stadium last week. But what did you guys take away as a coaching staff from that game and kind of gauge where you guys are at compared to the talent that that prep team has? Yeah, it was, um, it's what we expected. They're very good. You know, like I said, they, they have uh, a lot of good players. It's, you know, like, a like playing an all-star team. So it was difficult. We took a few shots, um, didn't work out in our favor. And, you know, at that point you just try to keep the kids, you know, safe and get through the game and move on to the next one. So that's what, you know, we were trying to do. Um, Deshaun Winchester had a nice, uh, kickoff return that was exciting and you know the kids gave us all they had that's all that matters to us you know like I said we took a couple shots before the half and um you know they're a very good team and it you know it didn't work out so moving on to this week uh, we're all excited about homecoming and playing Williamstown and having a you know big crowd out tonight and um just really looking forward to it and to touch on the the one touchdown you guys did score with Deshaun Winchester running that kickoff return for a touchdown that had to be you know, a sign of, you know, things to come with the way that the special teams was able to kind of get blocks on there. It's been like, it's been a long time coming, I think, for you guys on those kickoff returns to finally get one. Uh, and against a team like the prep, I think that was kind of, you know, a, a big deal for that special teams unit to finally, you know, hit all those blocks, open up some gaps for Deshaun to use his speed and run it back to the house. Yeah, it was real exciting. And um, he got the, you know, showcase his speed and, um, when everything's said and done this season, hopefully, you know, he finds a home in college. And um, in my estimation, too, he'll be very successful. So real proud of him. He's had a real good season, hangs in there for us, both sides of the ball, special teams, doesn't really come out, and um, real good kid. And it's one of those things, too, I think that in in any level of football, whether it's, you know, high school, college, the pros, whenever you see – you know, a guy with that speed getting a, a big kickoff return like that, you're always kind of looking around for that flag to see, you know, who opened the hole, where's the holding call. But, you know, special teams locked it down and there was no flag thrown on that play. So that also had to be, you know, a, a huge, you know, sign of things to come, I think, with the discipline that, you know, the special teams unit in front of Deshaun showed and uh, had to make that coaching staff, you guys have pretty happy. Yeah, no doubt. Um as everyone's looking at Deshaun forward going in for the touchdown, I'm always looking backward because behind him for the for the flags was that's uh, deflating when you have a huge uh, score like that and it gets called back. But fortunately, the guys did a nice job and no flags. And 
we got on the scoreboard. And I think overall last week, for the most part, we talked about it in the booth. There weren't that many penalties committed by you guys last week as we've seen over the past couple of weeks. So I think the discipline from, you know, just picking up and not committing those silly mental mistakes really showed last week. Yeah, I agree with you. The kids are um, hanging in there, you know, giving all they have and, you know, um, playing more disciplined. And, uh, you know, we have some young guys that are going to be here a while, so we're building for the future. And one guy that stood out to me because the game, you know, did get out of hand and he's been playing a lot more on on both sides and he was also back there on special teams is DJ Clark. He's somebody that has a lot of speed. I think he shows a lot of promise at multiple positions. What have you guys, you know, taken away from his moments that he's gotten a chance to go out and showcase his talents? Yeah, he's um he's a really good kid. Basketball player. You know, I recruited to come out and play football, and he's done an outstanding job. He's getting better every year. He's uh, he's very fast twitch. He has that fast twitch uh, muscle fiber in him, and he is lightning fast, and, and we're real excited about him. Um, playing corner for us and then playing uh, running back, he's he's going to be uh, going to be really hard to stop in the future. He's he's a really good football player, and also you saw like uh, him um, – returning kicks so we're trying to put him in positions to be successful and utilize his speed and uh he's a really good kid can't say enough good things about him um always at practice you know real good basketball player too he's gonna have a good season this year too we have a really good uh junior class sprinkling up with some really good seniors so real excited you know about him playing football and basketball and to have him playing defensive back when you talk about, you know, that fast twitch muscle, what goes into, you know, the thinking of how he's going to be able to play, you know, man-to-man against some of these receivers that you guys do get a chance to play and how his speed can kind of factor into, you know, getting downfield and, and making stops if the ball's thrown in somebody's direction that he happens to be covering. Yeah, the more he grows as a football player and learns the sport, more the better he's getting. And he, he could be a shutdown corner. He's a, you know extremely fast can dunk a basketball he's got some good length to him and um you know he's going to be fun to watch next uh you know finish this season out and then next year as well so we're all excited about him yeah it's almost like anytime he touches the ball it's like okay we gotta you know put our eyes on turbo mode because he's moving lightning quick um but tonight uh, as we record this friday morning you guys are uh, hosting williamstown for homecoming and in a year where Williamstown is quote unquote down compared to most years, they're three and four coming into this game. Um, one of the big headlines that uh, coming into this game is the two quarterbacks, freshmen. They both know each other. Um, tell me a little bit about you know Dan's friendship with Williamstown's quarterback. Yeah, Dan and uh, Drew played last year for Monroe, and you know, they had a really good experience there. They played uh, fall football and then spring football together. So Dan and uh, Drew are good friends. They've been uh, communicating this week, and they're real excited. Looks like uh, Drew's going to get the start. He played last week. He did a nice job, uh, you know, running the offense. So he's got a really good arm. He's a baseball player, so we got to make sure we keep our guard up. And obviously they have the Division One running back with um, the Inge, um, Turner Inge, real good football players on Villanova got a lot of size and speed. So, um, you know, it's a tough game. Williamson has a lot of good football players. They're well coached. 
you know, Coach Kelly's done a nice job. Coach Gallagher, he's the offensive coordinator who was the interim head coach last year. And obviously the legend we all know and respect is Coach Fusatola, who I speak with frequently and have all the respect in the world for him. And all the coaches there and their program, they've uh, they've done some really great things there. And, you know, we played them a couple of years in a row in the quarterfinals. And, you know, they were loaded for bear. They had really good teams. And, you know, they ended up having a lot of success and winning some uh, sectional championships and state championships. So real good program. We've never beat them since I've been here. So we're going to do our best to go out there and, you know, win the game. We, we Our kids are excited. You know, it's homecoming. And, um have a nice little couple weeks here at home and gonna try to get back in that winning column. Have you talked to coach Fusatola this week leading into this game at all? I talked to him this past weekend and I'll probably give him a buzz um, today to see if he's going to go to the game or not. Make sure he has everything he needs to uh, get inside the stadium, get a good seat, whatever he needs. He's the man. And uh, you know, I'll probably call him in a little bit and just, you know, touch base and, see how he's doing, but I always um, had the most respect for him. He's an incredible coach and built an incredible program, and now his assistants there are uh, keeping up the tradition. And, you know, Coach Kelly's doing a good job as well. They're currently the eight seed out of 16 for Group 5, and, um, you know, we both play a, a tough schedule. And, you know, circling back to the two freshman quarterbacks, that's always got to be fun, you know, coming into – any game when you're playing against one of your buddies, especially if you're both the quarterbacks, kind of, you know, that thing that gets marketed at the NFL level is the the quarterback battles. And I'm sure Dan and and uh, what is uh, Williamstown's quarterback name again? Yeah, Drew. Drew and Dan, I'm sure they've had their, you know, friendly banter. And I'm sure there's going to be friendly banter tonight as well. But I think that's always one of the more fun, like, sports rivalries is when you're friends with somebody on an opposing team and you get to go head-to-head with them and then, whatever the outcome ends up being, you get a little post-game smack talk with one another and can hold that over your head for the following week. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, they played all year last year together, and, you know, they're good friends. And you know, who would have thought you're playing in two big group five schools and you have two freshmen starting at quarterback. But um, you got to play the best. You got to play who's available, and that's what both programs are doing. And both teams are going to play hard tonight. It's going to be a tough game. And an even more fun stage to do it on homecoming night at Catone, you know, historic stadium. So Dan will have a nice little, you know, first homecoming game story to uh, keep in his back pocket as well. No matter if it's a win or a loss, I'm sure he's going to remember going head to head with his buddy. Yeah, no doubt. It should be, like I said, it should be a good game. Uh, like I said, the kids have worked hard all week and um, we're, we're looking to go out there and compete and win the game. And this is the first Friday night homecoming we've had in a while, too, that I can remember. I know you guys have tried to transition it to the Saturday uh, afternoon game, typically against St. Joe, but they're not on the schedule this year. But uh, Friday night homecoming, obviously Vineland homecoming is, you know, the pomp and circumstance is always there. It's something that is uh, a big tradition with Vineland High School. So it should be uh, an entertaining night as well with all the homecoming festivities. And we change it up. You know, when I got the job, they were having homecoming on Fridays. When I played here, it was always a tradition to have like a little parade and people walk down Landis Avenue and, you know, have it on a Saturday. And um, when we got the schedule, there's just so much still up in the air with COVID and all that kind of stuff. We said, you know what, it's probably not in our best interest to have a big parade where people are all, you know, close together and all that. So we're trying to do our best, you know, 
to, you know, keep everyone safe and just do what's best for the general public. And I think that was a, a smart decision because, you know, as, as you know, it's still lingering around. So we're just fortunate to be able to play the game tonight and be at the stadium and be able to have a, um, a homecoming um, homecoming game. You know, it's, it's going to be fine. Uh, next year we'll go back to the Saturdays. Hopefully everything's keeps getting better and, you know, we get through this and uh, it'll be fun tonight. And there's always, you know, something tying back to my high school career, whether it's on the field or off uh, with these Vineland football games. My senior year, I was uh, part of the homecoming Miss Monogram Court as an escort. And also, turns out, my uh, soon-to-be brother-in-law was also in that uh, homecoming oh, wow. court. So That's we have neat. that to kind of keep in our back pockets. My sister and uh, her fiancé getting married on Halloween this year, so... Should be a, a fun time with that as well next week. But homecoming was always a fun time. Obviously, you get the the fancy cars out there. You get all dressed up and everything. So it should be a good time with Miss Monogram tonight as well, which I'm sure is going down at halftime. Yes, yes. It'll be at halftime, yep. So it'll be the a band, the band will go first and our awesome band. And, you know, the cheerleaders doing a great job. Really appreciate all their support. Um, and then the, uh, the homecoming court will be – Next, and then I'll name the uh, homecoming queen, so Miss Monogram. So it'll be really cool. It's uh, it's going to be exciting. Should be a fun time at halftime tonight. Uh, but six p.m. Obviously, Williamstown on the schedule. Uh, how was practice this week? You know, coming off that tough loss to the prep. Obviously, it's tough to kind of shake something like that. You want to put it in the rearview mirror and just move forward. But how was the uh, how were the vibes at practice this week? How were the guys? You know, on the field in the film room, weight room, and all that good stuff. Yeah, they were great. Just at this point of the season, you're trying to stay healthy, getting kids, you know, back as close to 100% as you can. You know, got got nicked up last week. It's, you know, the season takes its toll on you, but overall, the attitude was great. A lot of positive energy. Um, have a good game plan, and uh, kids are looking forward to tonight. It's going to be exciting. And I think it's always important to, you know, go into a week of practice after a loss like you guys had against the prep to just, you know, shake it off don't worry about it don't let it linger and not let it affect the next week's you know worth of practices next week's worth of preparation and you know that way it doesn't you know drag the team down doesn't drag things morale wise down going up against a different opponent that has nothing to do with what the previous week brought to the table yeah no doubt the kids they're mentally tough and you know every season has its ups and downs and you know we were, we never run into a good team last week and kids gave it all they had and you know, we move on real quick to the, to the next opponent. It's, you know, you don't get, it's not like other sports. You get two or three games a week. Football's different. You get one a week and you have to, you know, plan and be ready to go. And you got to just uh, put the past behind you and move forward. And, you know, moving into this Williamstown game, what are some things you guys as a coaching staff have picked up on, you know, uh, with this newer coaching staff that they have with the assistants taking over for Coach Fusatola now? Uh, that they do well, some things that you're trying to key in on tonight that you want to try to prevent them from doing that might be some of their strengths. Yeah, they're well coached. You know, defensively, they they change their front. They'll go three-man front and then a four-man front. You know, and it's, it's tough to prep for two fronts during the course, you know, of your week. It takes double the time, so it's not easy to prep for that. So they, they, they move their their front lineman around um, but we've worked on that so kids will be ready for it you know on offense you know they like to run the ball and 
Drew's got a good arm, so he can get it out there to the guys too. So we have to we have to be ready. And special teams, you know, they do a nice job as well. I saw they ran back a few kicks, things like that. So we have to bring our A game. It's um, it's a big time program, big time group five school. It's a great football town, and uh, you know we got to play we got to play our A game like I just mentioned. But they're well coached. They got good athletes, and they're smart and they process things. So it's going to be a tough game, and. Uh, Looking forward to having the kids compete tonight and getting back on the winning side of things here. And you guys have kind of gone on this gauntlet stretch now, especially heading into tonight with Ange at running back, where you guys have faced some big time running backs the last you know month or so, uh, going all the way back to the Shawnee game. Uh, you know, Mainland obviously had their running game last week. Saint Augustine had theirs. I've noticed you guys have kind of you know switched some things up defensively on the defensive line to really key in on opposing running backs and trying to prevent the run from, you know, gashing you. And it's worked pretty well, I'd say. Um, what has gone on, gone into that game plan to really pick up on opposing teams, running games and not letting teams try to beat you on the ground. Yeah. You know, we, last week we had the four man front and we're changing things a little bit schematically and then trying different people out in different positions. You know, last week we knew, you know, that they'd be, big and physical and we'd be a little undersized compared to their players. So we try to put an extra guy there in the line to try to slow down that running game. And our kids hung in there and did best they could. I think last week, even, you know, in a 49 to six loss, I think it was some of the best tackling I've seen from the defense last week too. You guys were able to key in on, you know, Kanye Udo and and go in and really make some big time stops against a, a very talented running back. Yeah. You know, the kids, they swarmed the ball the best they could and, you know, like I said, it's just they're an elite team and, you know, they got the best kids from a lot of the surrounding towns. And like I said before, it's 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 not it's not easy. So I'm, I'm proud of the kids for giving it everything they had and they they did and on to the next one. And, you know, with a team like Williamstown that is versatile where they have Drew who can, you know, sling the ball with that baseball player background and then they have Inge who can run it on the ground. What are some things you guys are, you know, hoping to do to kind of prevent them from being two dimensional tonight and key in on one of those two things and force them, I guess, for lack of a better term, to, you know, try and do more of one or the other? Yeah, we just want to be solid in all three phases. And um, Coach Smith will have the defense ready. Uh, they're f- fairly balanced and, you know, we'll be ready. And, you know, this week, uh, Leading up to homecoming, guys had a visitor at VHS, had some some Rutgers coaches come through. Also, you told me you got a, a call from Coach Shiano as well. I know the Rutgers-Vineland High School bond has been strong ever since Isaiah went to uh, play for the Scarlet Knights, but had a nice little visit this week as well. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Um, Coach Brown stopped by. I have a really good relationship with him. Um when he was at Temple and Baylor, and now he's at Rutgers, he's doing an awesome job. He's a great, great coach, great man. I always enjoy my time with him, and he always stops by Vaughn High School. And then, you know, later in the afternoon, Coach Shiano called just to touch base, and it was a nice conversation just saying how happy he is with, you know, Isaiah and Tyreem and, you know, what great players they are. And, I knew that when I recommended them that they'd do great things for um, any program they went to. So I'm real happy that it's working out for both of them and 
you know, real proud of them. And it's nice to see them get a bye week so they can rest and get healthy and get ready, you know, for Illinois. Um, also, we, you know, Manuel was getting some looks. I saw that Harvard has invited him to a game. And the only reason they're inviting him is because he gets all A's and maybe a couple B's. I'm not even sure if he gets any B's, but he's a really smart, really smart player, smart kid. And, um, He's doing real well in the classroom, and that's what opened that door for him. So maybe he'll be playing for an Ivy League school. Wouldn't that be something? But fortunately for us, he's only a junior. We have another year with him. He's another basketball player. We got there playing football, and he's gotten better every year. And he stands about six foot five. So six foot five, very athletic, um, excellent grades, checks all the boxes. He's just going to keep getting better. I think he's only sixteen years old too, um, which is insane. Yeah, each game he gets better. He's leading the team in tackles now. I think so. He's been he's been a guy we over the past couple of weeks we've started calling his name more and more and he's yeah. started to wreak more havoc on that defense and I just love watching him play because he goes out there he you know he's nose to the ball he's trying to you know sniff out be the first one to make a stop he's he looks like a natural born leader out there um and he's just he's a gamer like he's a game wrecker that you talk about at any level He's the type of player you want on your team because you know he can go out there and make a big play when you need it. Yeah, no doubt, and he's doing it. He's He's got good speed. He's got great length. He's strong. He, he worked hard in the weight room, and like I said, he's very athletic. He plays basketball, and um, he's got a huge upside, and he's going to keep getting better, and we're happy he's here with us at Vineland. And there's more and more people talking about him locally, you know, with the local reporters and everything that have come out to games covering either opposing teams or Vineland, you know, he's somebody that I see tweets all the time. It's like recruits and scouts need to be looking at Emmanuel because this kid's the real deal. Yeah, he sure is. And he's going to keep getting better. And, and he's a great kid. And I mean, to have that size at 16 years old is, I couldn't even dream of having that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's gotten bigger too. He's probably about 215. So he's going to, he's got a big frame that they'll fill him out. That is unbelievable he's he's been so much fun to watch over the past couple of weeks as he's really like keyed in on what he does well i think over the past few weeks he's really like zoned in on like okay i do this really well so i'm just gonna you know focus on doing that and it's really paid off for him and like you said he's leading the team in tackles and he's he's a guy that you know when rich and i are up in the booth we're always looking for that number 56 because he's out there making plays yeah he's doing a great job and getting back to the college um, scene, we have um, Barry Turner and Conrad Jackson at Del Val. They're doing great. And then we have, um, you know, Kent and Tony over at um, Kane. Or is it Keen? I always get that back. Keen. Yeah, Keen and, and uh, Pal's there as well. He's doing a great job. Tyrese, I saw that he was uh, starting last week, so I have to make sure I can reach out to him and congratulate him. He's doing a great job there. So, got guys all over. And we know Gar uh, Henry kicked his 37 yarder for yeah. the brand right there. Yeah, so he's at Alvernia. And um, we have Davon Seymour and Wanye Ken at uh, Sussex County College. It's a junior college doing great things. They're having some success there. And I can't wait to get on the phone and make some phone calls um, for Davon Seymour because he is a stud and he um, he's doing well in the classroom and he's got two years eligibility left so he could transfer somewhere and be an impact player and you know if you remember a few years ago Rutgers was even interested in him I got to make sure I reach back out and um, let them know he's going to be available 
And, and I uh, saw uh, Levi was at the game last week. Yeah, he's Good to see him back. He's still enrolled at St. Francis. I'm not sure if he wasn't on the travel roster yet, but he's young and has plenty of time to develop. So we've got kids, you know, all over doing great things. And uh, I know I've talked to Noah Sansone. He's doing great. He's a little nicked up with his health. He's not playing football right now, but he's going to get his degree. You know, Naheem Anderson's gotten his degree or he gets it this, this semester from Rutgers. So, you know, the key word I always tell the kids is anyone can start, but we want you to finish, you know. Totally. You know, I shouldn't say anybody, but people can get into college and start it, but you want to finish it. I want. I don't want to hear, you know, some lame excuse. Make sure you start and finish. That's what it's all about, finishing it out. So I'd like to uh, have a special thanks to Jim – Jimmy Cavalier, all that he does for us with our Twitter and Facebook. And also now he does our stats every week and they're on NJ.com. He is, he's unbelievable. He's a workhorse. He uh, does so much for me and for the violent football program and the community. I just wanted to put a shout out to Jim again and thank him for all he does for us. Um, Really appreciate it. Yeah. And circling back to Levi too, I think it, it speaks volumes to just the program you guys have to have Levi, who was only with Vineland High School for for two years, if I'm not mistaken, to you know say, hey, I'm going to come back and I'm going to come watch the boys ball out and, and play against a tough opponent and come support them. Um, so I think that speaks volumes to just the impact the program had on him for only being here for two years and saying, yeah, I'm going to go back and watch my guys go play. Yeah, no doubt. I always love seeing former players and. Um, it's a great thing. They're always welcome. Like when we break down, it's always one, two, three, violent, three, two, one family. And that's what it is an extension of your family. And, um, you know, we're proud of all the kids and everything they do. And as we always do, Coach Russo, it's a look good, feel good, play good podcast. It's homecoming. Got to look good for the homecoming crowd. What's the, uh, what's the Jersey combo going to be tonight under those Gatone Stadium lights? Well, under my watch, you know, homecoming's always got to be the red and gray. So the traditional, you know, the red jerseys with the gray pants. So we'll be in those tonight with the red and gray helmets. Hopefully there's a whole lot of red and gray out there in the stands tonight. That's what we love to see. And it always looks good on that field, the red and gray. It plays well off of that that turf and having the logo in the middle. It always looks great under those lights. Yeah, it sure does. It's it's a great facility and um Hopefully the kids can take advantage of it tonight, being home. You know, going into tonight, 6 p.m. at Catone Stadium against Williamstown. What are the, uh, you know, what are the key components that you and the coaching staff are looking for tonight from your guys that will be out there? Yeah, just to play hard-nosed, violent football, be disciplined, do your job, nothing more, nothing less, and uh, positive energy, good body language. Don't put your hands up in the air. Don't be pointing at people don't be calling out your teammates just if, if there's some adversity just deal with it move on that's why you play four quarters things are going to happen during the course of a game and you know our kids will be ready and no dumb penalties guys no dumb penalties yeah and not the truth but you know and there's no excuse for it but then you look watch nfl and you watch college and it's like hmm they're doing the same thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's making these mistakes and you know, they're catastrophic sometimes, but um, hopefully we can limit them and, you know, have a good game. I know. I was joking a couple of weeks ago with the amount of penalties because the Eagles are on pace to, like, break an NFL record for penalties in a season. I said, 
they need to get tied to sponsor like their their yearbook because the amount of dirty laundry that's on the field this year for the Eagles is absurd. And then yeah. I kid you not, two weeks later, the Eagles struck a deal and got a tied sponsorship. Yeah. I was like, you can't make this up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so tied, if you want to come sponsor Violent High School, come yeah, on through. We could uh, use it. But of course, guys, make sure you're following us on social media. Keep up to date with everything going on with tonight's game at Vineland FB and at Underground PHI. Check out the broadcast with myself and Rich Scarpa on the Vineland Public Schools YouTube channel and the local channel. I believe it's 22. Um, and of course, check out our website, UndergroundSportsPhiladelphia.com. Check out the Red and Gray Gridiron Facebook page um, because there's tons of updates in there all the time across the board. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast feed. Just search Underground Sports Philadelphia in your favorite podcast app. And if it's Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave a five-star review. Let us know you're listening to the Dan Russo Show. And uh, tonight, 6 p.m., Catone Stadium, Friday night football, Vineland High School hosting Williamstown for homecoming. Should be a good one. Looking forward to it, Coach. And as always, uh, best of luck tonight. Yeah, I appreciate it, Kyle, and thanks for all you do. Really appreciate it promoting violent football, and you've got a great, uh, great podcast, and you're going to do great things. And I appreciate all you do as well. Thanks. So, for everybody listening, this has been another episode of the Dan Russo Show, presented by the Red and Gray Gridiron Group and and uh, Underground Sports Philadelphia. Until next week, for Coach Russo, I'm Kyle Bennett, and we will see you guys next week. Just a kid from the neighborhood, where our kids from a neighborhood. Take me back to 96. I fall asleep with the radio on. I'll be ready to come.